0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for October 4th, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled Grace and Truth, and, and I trust that you've enjoyed this thus far. This is We're closing out the fourth week of the series. This is part 20. I'm calling this one God's grace in your faith. I'm doing something different because we studied, we've been looking at John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17. We studied Galatians 3, 4, and 5. I'm going to go back to Galatians 5 on Monday. But this morning, I was led to do something a little bit different because I keep driving home the fact that That God does, God, (laughs) I'm so excited that I'm getting tongue tied. God does everything that He does for us by grace, unearned, undeserved, unmerited favor. And in response, we're supposed to do everything we do for God by faith. And so I'm gonna deal with that this morning God's grace and your faith. Let me just teach on that. I'm gonna do something a little bit different, I'm gonna cover several scriptures give you some nuggets, and then we'll drive this thing home. So let's talk about God's grace in your faith this morning as we close out the week strong and head into the weekend strong. So the the main point that I keep driving home and I'll make it today again is that God loves you. Say God loves me. <laughs> you got to get this down in your heart that God loves you and that God wants to bless you because he's good, not because you're good, and that God does what he does for you because he loves you. In John 3, 16, this is the most familiar verse in the Bible. And uh, John 3, 16 says, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever shall believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. See, God is love. Love is not something that he has or that he does. Love is who he is. God is the personification of love. And so he loves us and love gives. And so he gave his only son because he loves us. Jesus gave his life because he loves us. Now the Holy Spirit gives you his dedication simply because he loves you. In Romans 5 and 8, the Bible says that God demonstrated his love for us, that even while we were yet sinners, Jesus died for us. Jesus didn't die for us because we earned it. Jesus didn't die for us because We deserved it? No, Jesus died for us even while we were yet sinners, even while we had no consideration towards God whatsoever. God sent His Son and He willingly gave up His only begotten Son to die in our stead. And then the Son gave His life willingly, even before we did anything towards Him, because He loves us. And now the Holy Spirit is living on the inside of us and He is tirelessly committed to us and to the plans that God made for us before the world began. And why is the Holy Spirit committed? Because He Loves us. The Father loves you. The Son loves you. The Holy Spirit loves you. God loves you. Now let's talk about grace. In Genesis 12, the father of faith, Abraham, the Lord comes to a man named Abraham. This is Genesis 12, verses 1, 2, and 3 from the easy to read version. The Bible says, The Lord said to Abram, Now leave your country and your people, leave your father's family, go to the country that I'm going to show you, and I will build in you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great people will use your name, Abraham, to bless other people. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. I will use you to bless all the families in the earth. So (laughs) think about this. God comes to this man, right? What did Abraham do to deserve it? Nothing. What did Abraham do to earn it? Nothing. Who initiated the contact? God. This was all grace. Abraham was an idol worshiper. God did not bless Abraham because of something that he did. God blessed Abraham because of his love, because of his grace, because it was something that he he planned to do from the foundations of the world. And it's the same with you. Let me give you another example, Moses. In Exodus 3 and 10, we find Moses. Moses was raised, if you know the story, Moses was raised like an Egyptian, but on the inside, he knew he was a Jew. (laughs) He knew he was different. And so So he was raised, he looked like an Egyptian, he walked like an Egyptian, he was taught by the Egyptians, but on the inside, he just knew he wasn't an Egyptian and there was something different. And when he saw that an Egyptian was basically harassing uh, to the point where he was almost going to kill a Jew, then and he knew he had to do something about this to liberate these people, he knew that he was called on the inside, he went and he killed a man. He killed a man with his bare hands, right? He was a murderer. That's what he did. And this this led him to be in exile. And so he's in exile. He's living in the wilderness. He's out there for 40 years. He's thinking that he ruined his life. He killed somebody. He disqualified himself from his life assignment. And God shows up in Exodus chapter three to Moses in a burning bush in the middle of nowhere when he thought he had disqualified himself from his assignment. And the Lord says to Moses, now I've heard the cries of my people and listen, I'm ready to get them out. Matter of fact, some 400 years ago, I had already promised to Abraham that the people were going to go in Egypt and his descendants were going to come out of Egypt and they were going to come out blessed. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to lead them out of Egypt. I'm going to lead them into the land that flows with milk and honey. Son, this is what I need you to do. I'm sending you to Pharaoh. I need you to go to Pharaoh and say, let my people go. Now, my question is, what did Moses do to earn or deserve that? He did nothing. He, Matter of fact, he killed somebody. He was a murderer. He had disqualified in his own mind himself from his life's assignment. God called him by grace. God called them because he loved them. God called him because it was all God. It was not Moses. Moses did nothing to earn it or to deserve it. God called him because he had made plans for him from the foundations of the world, and it's the same with you, and it's the same with me. In Acts chapter 9, let's look at a New Testament example, the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul is killing Christians. The Apostle Paul was raised under Gamaliel. He was a Pharisee of the Pharisees. I mean, this is a man that had had zeal, and he was vehemently persecuting Christians uh, in the name of God, right? People do crazy things in the name of God, and so he thought that he was actually... You know, serving God, but he was fighting against the cause of Christ. He was actually fighting against the God he thought he was serving. And he was sincere, but he was sincerely wrong. And so he was having people killed, even as a young boy. When Stephen, the first Christian martyr, was killed, Paul was too young to throw any of the stones. But So he said, let me hold your coats. He held the coats of the men that were there while they killed Stephen, the first Christian martyr. He was complicit to murder. After that, he was complicit to hundreds of murders because he had he was rounding up Christians everywhere and having them burned alive at the stake and having them thrown into Colosseums while people are just Romans are cheering as lions and tigers would eat Christians alive in the Colosseum like this is a sporting event, like this was the NFL. This was the Apostle Paul killing Christians, hundreds of Christians being killed because of what the Apostle Paul did, and then God called them. The Bible says, so Saul went to Damascus, and when he came near to the city, a very bright light came down from heaven and was celebrating all around him and he fell to the ground and he heard a voice from heaven saying Saul Saul why are you persecuting me and Saul said who are you Lord and the voice answered I am Jesus the one you are persecuting get up now go into the city I'm gonna send somebody there to tell you what you must do for me and then he was called and he accepted the call and he went on to go on five, uh, four missionary journeys and he started churches all over Asia Minor and he wrote over for half the New Testament, and he was a murderer, and he was somebody who was a terrorist, and God called him anyway. Did Did Paul do anything to earn it? No. Did Paul do anything to deserve it? No. Paul wrote later, God called me from my mother's womb. God called me from the foundations of the world. God called me because he loved me. God called me because he made plans for me. And despite the fact that I did crazy stuff, despite the fact that I did stuff that should have disqualified me from the call, God had to reveal to me that I could never disqualify myself from a call that I never qualified for in the first place. Jesus qualified me and I'm telling you that Jesus qualified you. Many of us have been taught that God blesses you because of your faith. Listen. God already planned to bless you from the foundations of the world by his grace. See, true faith is actually a response to God's grace. It's not that I'm going to do this and because I did this, God, now I want you to bless me. No, I'm doing this because God already blessed me. I'm doing this because God has revealed to me the plans that he already made for me before the world began. My faith is a response to God's grace. So what? I'm gonna talk about faith as I start to wrap this up. Let me tell you what faith is not. Faith is not you telling God what to do. Faith is not you trying to get God to put a yes on your plans. Faith is not you commanding God. Faith is, I mean, stop, stop that. Who are you to tell God what to do? That would be the tail wagging the dog. Faith is God trying to get you to put a yes on his plans. Faith is you making an earthly alignment with God's assignment for your life. Therefore, faith requires revelation. Faith begins where the will of God is known. For you to live by faith, you got to know what God already planned. Faith, okay, let me say it this way from the people that we talked about today. Abraham, amazing life. Did Abraham come up with that plan? No, God came up with that plan before the world began. Moses, amazing story. Did Moses come up with that plan? No, God came up with that plan before the world began. Paul, oh my God, what a story. A story of redemption and grace. Did Paul come up with that story? No, none of these people came up with the story of their lives. And it's the same with you. God wrote your story before the world began. He watched your life play out before him. He rewound the tape and pressed play when you were born. And now when he looks at you, he's looking for what he planned. So faith is always in response to God's grace. What does this mean to you today? Let me give you three quick nuggets as we close. God's plan for your life was established before the world began. It was established by God's grace. It was established because God loves you. And now, when He reveals His plans to you by the Holy Spirit and He plans and He tells you what He planned to do in your life because He loved you, now what you do is respond to those plans by faith. Your faith is in response to God's grace. Number two, faith is not about you trying to get God to give you what you came up with in your heart faith is trying to get is is God trying to get you to line up with the plans that he birthed in his own heart for you before the world began number 3 and finally when God reveals to you what he planned to do in your life by grace unearned unmerited undeserved then at that point you're authorized to release your faith prior to that you're not so now revelation is an authorization for your faith faith is something you say faith is something you do in order to lay hold of what you believe God has already provided. Faith is something you say. Faith is something you do in order to lay hold of what God has revealed to you is already yours. God told you, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I want you to do. It's already done. If God tells you to do it, you don't have to ask him to bless it. If God tells you to do it, it's already blessed. It's already yours. Now my faith is going to go out there. I, By faith, I'm going to say, I'm going to do, I'm going to sow, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to lay hold of what God has already provided. I'm talking about God's grace and my faith. I hope you learned something today. This may be, I, I went fast because I had a lot to cover. This may be a video you need to watch again. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, you made plans for me before the world began. You did this because you love me. Jesus died on the cross for my sin. He did that because he loves me. The Holy Spirit now lives inside of me. He's committed to me because he loves me. Even when I take him places I shouldn't take him, (laughs) even when I do things I should not do, He's dedicated to me because he loves me. So because of your love for me, I am able to walk in confidence towards you. I have unshakable faith because you have imparted immeasurable grace. My faith says yes to your grace. My faith says yes to the plans you made for me before the world began. By faith, I will become the man or woman You destined me to be, and I will leave a mark in this world that will be felt for generations to come. Not because I'm good, but because you are. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and. Prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to today'sword.org. Subscribe. Get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. It's Friday morning. Let me remind you. We have a YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you want to partner with our ministry, go to Rip You can sow any donations that you make uh, there are tax deductible in the United States. Um, listen, just you know if you want to partner with what we're doing. Um, and making an impact in the Dominican Republic and other places. Listen, I love you and God loves you. God made plans for you before the world began. He did this not because you're good. He did this because he's good. He did this because he loves you. So say yes to those plans. Ask God to reveal those plans to you so that you can become the man, the woman that God has called and destined and designed and desires for you to be. Do me a favor before you leave the screen, please share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Have an amazing day and an amazing weekend. God bless you.